Welcome, one and all, to another episode of Anime Was Not a Mistake. I'm Jonathan Gwaikowski, and I have a confession. I actually started the Great Chicago Fire and blamed it on Mrs. O'Leary's cow. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm here, as always, joined by my co-host, who I would refer to as a name from high society, but I don't oft hear it outside of kennels. Uh, Dan Ryan, mm. uh, a man with a pot on his head taken on the world. Ah, so. <laughs> let me solo her. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Making the rounds on the internet this week. Yeah. Or last week, depending on when you're listening to this. I'm when pleased this? Yeah. every time it, it kind of, every, every time Elden Ring like exits the news cycle, something brings it back in. So it's got legs. Mm-hmm. It's, it's got, uh, people are, I, it's it's defi- I think I think it's defying a lot of expectations well, in a good I, way. So. I think it's following a similar path to a lot of FromSofts, but a lot more people got into this one. Yeah, thus the sales numbers. So that's why it's you know branching out. But Grant is pleased nonetheless. Mm-hmm. So that's all we can ask for in this day and age. Yes. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't have a lot of anime life adjacent news aside from a few big things that we did together. Yes. Um, but uh, do we have anything to bring to the table this week? Um, well, it was a fairly busy week. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have anything else to report except for Spy Family still going. Mm-hmm. I didn't get a chance to watch that yet. I did research that. It came up on one of the videos from that cha- uh, that channel, YouTube channel that I recommended to you. Oh, okay. I think it's No Realties or No Realities or something mm-hmm. like that, but she did mention this and then which had Atelier getting an anime adaptation in the same video, so it was Very like, nice. oh... Yeah, and she had that king, the the deaf mute king one too. A ranking of kings. Yes, yeah. she had them all in the also same video. Good. So I'm like, oh well, I guess her finger is on the pulse at least. Yeah, no, no, we're 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 with it. Mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> um, but I I think the only anime news that I was aware of, aside from that stuff, was uh, another a trailer for One Piece film Red oh, came yes. out, uh, is showcasing seemingly that uh, the main. Uh, like, Lady, who is at the centerpiece of this, is a pop idol who is Shanks's estranged or unknown daughter. Mm. So it's going to be some ba- backstory for him, as well as, I-, I would assume, this story of her, like, gaining prominence in the world, noticing her, and yes. Luffy and co. helping. So. Yeah. 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 So that so looks good. I'm excited to see that. Um... Uh, I I have another news bulletin, but do you want? Do you oh, have I, I have two minor ones, so I, I guess I'll get them out of the way. Uh, I finished Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Mm-hmm. Very good. Uh, the secret final boss was a reference to the Kirby lore, so it made me very pleased, mm-hmm. as always. Um, but now I can put that aside and dust off triangle strategy. And get back into the yeah, intrigue. Uh, back into the intrigue. of <laughs> Well, the intrigue is me listening to the story for a day, for like an hour, like doing one chapter, and then grinding so all 72 of my combatants are the same level. Because that's the way my mind works, Dan, as I've often said. No, and that's fine. Like, it's not, like, I, I already explained that I'm, I'm playing yeah. it on lower settings, because I just, I, I'm i'm there for the visual uh, uh, you know uh, but i am still going through breath of fire so mm. in terms of rpgs that require grinding i am still doing something i just find triangle strat really goober and i just i'm just going through it enjoying mm-hmm. the scenery so that's uh, looking at the pretty pictures Dan. yes the yeah. the intrigue that uh has made some big differences like it does branch in pretty big ways mm-hmm. but other times it's like do you commit a crime, or do you theatrically act like you're committing a crime? Mm. One of which, <laughs> you know, so yeah. has grave consequences. Yeah. So it's yeah, it, it's fun. Mm. Yeah. The other of which is I, I received all the volumes of Witch Hat Atelier. I'm halfway through. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's nine currently. The ninth one comes out in June or July or something, and I'm loving it. It's 
like I said before, it's that blend of shoujo and shoin. Mm -hmm. Um, we just got introduced to some body horror because, like, the enemies who are, like, gray, morally gray villains known as the Brim Hats, Mm -hmm. they, like, infect a body with magic and magic on the body's taboo. But it, it it's just beautifully drawn. I can't wait for this to be an anime. I think mm-hmm. this is going to be an out-of-the-park anime if they do it right. And the manga is just done so well. It's like, why even do we need an anime when the manga is this good? It has certainly bewitched yeah. you, it yeah. seems. <laughs> so. no, I see what you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but that's about it, aside from the big one that we have in the room. Um. <laughs> okay, yeah, the only other news bulletin I have, which is, which is more of a general purpose. I mean, I only found out about it because of one specific thing, but mm. it is it is apparently news. Um. Uh, I was looking forward to Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Uh, mistakenly anyway, because it wasn't getting an international release this month anyway, it was just coming out in Japan, Mm -hmm. um, but apparently it has been delayed until the middle of summer, because Funimation's, uh, not, not Funimation, uh, Toho's, one of the companies involved with its production was hacked. Mm. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was Toho, because it was, it affected, like, not only this anime movie, but several other anime movies and a lot of regularly scheduled anime airings. Mm. There was kind of a blip where, like, the the server hack happened, it was pretty massive, and then everything kind of, like, the shows got pushed back by a couple weeks. Mm. They're like, uh-oh, we gotta just, you know, we're gonna be delaying this by a month or so. Mm-hmm. And then it seems like the movies have been pushed back until summer. Mm. So if you were... Uh, like me looking forward to that or any other Toho property, um, then that's that's where it, it's all going. The marketing has been moved to, well, we're going to give you some breadcrumbs, but then mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. We're recovering so, from this. Yeah. Also, uh, Tata Hikaru was playing at Coachella last night. <laughs> oh, sure. yeah. So the Kingdom Hearts, you know, musician who brought us yeah, such it, bops, it, sold the stage. It's, really. a, it's a renaissance yeah, stage. Said, wow, for, for... that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Look at us getting some reps yeah, there. What's do. Hatsune Miku gonna... You do get some show. reps, yeah. yeah. Um, they couldn't get Gaga or Beyonce this year, but Utada Hikaru and Miku will pick up the slack. <laughs> Just like when she dazzled Blitterman. Yeah, that that's time. true. Yeah. Um, and before we get to the big one, mm. um, do you have any other smaller news I items? I have nothing. Okay, so I just got two more small news items. Uh, one of which... And I'm not sure why. Um, I think it was because the marketing for it is getting underway. But a lot of stuff going around. A lot of love for Ultraman mm. lately. Oh, I did see. Yes, there was a new movie or something series shown trailer or something. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was a new trailer for Shin Ultraman, mm-hmm. uh, and they unveiled like two classic villains. I think uh, Alien. Um, I think Kamiba's an alien something else. Like, two two alien bad guys, if you couldn't guess. Mm, Kang and Godos, um, yes. With, like, updated, cool-looking designs. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, again, it's made... Uh, Hideki Anno is not, produce, is, is not directing it, but he is producing it and overseeing it. Mm. Um, but he clearly loves that stuff. Like, he credits... Shin Godzilla with, like, restoring his creative energy when he made it. Mm. Um, and he seems determined to keep doing this for a lot of old Toku properties. So he's like, this Shin Ultraman is coming out, and I'm pretty sure he already announced Shin Kamen Rider for the future. Um, well, that's a crossover Dan can get behind. It is, <laughs> um, because 
Perhaps even sooner rather than later, I might be bringing some toku ah, to the to the podcast. Interesting. Um, you know, uh, if uh, if a bargain is struck mm-hmm. properly, I will. Uh, you know, I might use one of my slots for that. Your Mephistophelian deal, huh? Um, because <laughs> uh, you know, Ultraman has a fairly strong fan base here. Mm-hmm. Like we, you know. Unlike a lot of series, Ultraman has, like, complete Blu-ray sets mm. and everything. Like, they they nurture the audience here. So it's... Maybe expect that in the near future. Mm. Um, and then two... Uh, I just feel the need to bring it up, because it was mm. funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, mysterious Mr. Mr. Enter can't, coming back out of the woodwork uh, oh, oh, to, uh, yes. to complain about turning red. Yeah, I saw that. I thought it was a joke at first, and then the internet latched on it, but I didn't know he was a thing beforehand. Yeah, oh no, he's definitely a thing. Oh. I feel like I've complained about him mm. on this podcast before, um, and I feel okay doing that because his whole existence is like nitpicking... You know, he doesn't punch just up, he punches down, <laughs> left, right. He, punch, he, yeah. you know... Um, and he's he's gone off the deep end in recent years with like covid stuff and and other yikes mm-hmm. takes mm-hmm. so i i really you know like like if you if you were a, a you know i used to watch his videos back in the day and it's just this the standard cartoon avatar mm-hmm. like cartoon avatar with arms crossed mm-hmm. is complaining about cartoons in the background yeah um, famously, I, 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 I only bring this up because I, I did a deep dive on some of his more famous takes, <laughs> um, in 2005, uh, or no, uh, one take was that anime, uh, didn't matter until 2005, uh, it didn't gain relevance. But we didn't start the podcast until much later, Dad. Well, yes, but that was another paradigm <laughs> shift that was, yes, uh, uh... Uh, there was a thing where he was one of the people who got super angry when, I think it was My Little Pony, did that episode that made fun of internet nerd Mm. critics. Uh, he took that personally. Some people just have all the time, don't they? Um, he got mad at some movie for showcasing that people can overcome faults. Mm. He doesn't like that. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and just, just many other, just, just, just garbage things. Mm -hmm. And... The, the 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 scholarship that I have done on mm-hmm. this guy yeah. is is I, I could keep talking I could fill up this entire <laughs> podcast slot mm-hmm. um, and maybe someday I will yeah. if we ever on this podcast do like an the equivalent raccoons are giving emotion saying yeah like <laughs> cut, it, I, cut it off Jonathan I, it, you know well I feel confident that none of his fans are listening to yeah. this because well. again anime was only invented in two thousand five mm-hmm. but the the you know. It, it, there's 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 like sagas with him. Mm-hmm. There was a whole thing where he he did like a gentleman's bet that he because he he got really mad at a series of pilots that were made I think for Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network, uh, and one of the premises that he took issue with was a goofy Nickelodeon show in which uh, kids and adults switch roles mm-hmm. like like a goofy cartoon premise like mm-hmm. in this town kids are in charge yeah. the the adults got to go to school and do chores and so, uh, shit like that mm-hmm. uh he took uh personal offense to that and decided that he was going to do it better uh-huh. and uh i strongly encourage people to go on youtube and look up his show called growing around mm-hmm. because it is it is one of the most convoluted <laughs> 
Even the title doesn't dreary, roll off the tongue. No, yeah. and and he cannot take criticism. Mm. Like he, whenever anyone has said anything, he quadruples down on it. Mm. And like, but but it's a fascinating saga. Many of our favorite YouTubers have done deep dives into ah. it. Like I can't do it justice here. I'm not mm-hmm. going to try to, but. The, the 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 turning red not mentioning 911 mm-hmm. thing was the only was only the most recent <laughs> like i need people to go back and look yeah. at who this guy is mm-hmm. because he is a fascinating character yeah. <laughs> like he is uh he is he is one for the ages so Kokoman, so, go back and explore. Yes, yes yeah and get that Diaboramon mm-hmm. out of there but it, yep. holy shit uh, but i'm glad that it's been brought to the public eye <laughs> once again <laughs> so that he is that he is something of a clown. So that's that's all. Well, Don't, get it off your chest. I understand. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, because we are in it. We are an animation podcast, yeah, so. and and it's like he, you know, there, there's like there's varying levels of of internet critics that have you know done shit like this mm-hmm. over the years, and how sympathetic they've remained yeah. varies. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think some of them just continue to dig themselves deeper, and for the most part, we seem to be moving past that era. We yeah. seem, we, like, people are liking video essays more. Yeah. No and one's come for me yet, so. No one has? <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I can't say the same for you, though. Uh, <laughs> Gotta but... shield the letters from you somehow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think the fire's always lit when you come over, huh? <laughs> Just but yeah, you're doing the Alfred burning. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, that that's the only news. I I again just based on Twitter trends, mm. I figured I would uh, yeah. have a few larfs about oh, those things. I had to get it out. I understand. Yeah. So, um, with that done, shall we move into the tangent you've assigned me? Yes. All right. Well, I received multiple assessments just to think about. You know, over the Easter. The Easter week, and since it was Easter with the family yesterday, we celebrated a day early. Um, I got to thinking, because mm-hmm. I had a lot of alone time, so I thought, why not take Dan up on his offer and give him some ideas that he can work with for our new Pokemon games, mm-hmm. being Lapis and Topaz. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first prompt you gave me, um, I guess I'll go out of order, because it makes more sense to go out of order than this, was uh, think about a region name. Mm-hmm. Um, I figured I would do that. Uh, forgive my bastardization or butchering of the native Spanish tongue, or whatever they use, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but here's a few ideas I had. I wanted it to end in an A, because, like, the American-adjacent uh, Pokemon regions kind of end in an A. Yeah, exactly. So we have a no- Unova and, and Alola. Alola. Mm-hmm. So I thought... It should end in an A. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first thing that came to mind was Zillatola, which is spelled with an X. I mean, I'll send you all this. But it's from the Spanish meaning for an organic compound, which might make sense for our um, two teams, one being nature-based and one being science-based. Okay, so, I Zillatola like that. Zillatola might work. Uh, the next word I have for a suggestion is perenia, which means everlasting. Which could fit into okay. our time. Yeah, certainly. Our time region. Um, and then the last one I found that might work, we might have to change a letter, was Duende. Um, we might make a Duenda instead. Mm-hmm. And it's really untranslatable. I found that it's difficult to translate outside of the native language, but it's been compared to an indescribable awe. So, like, that mm-hmm. that's the feeling it sends. But I thought those three might be fun. Perenia might work for the time things. Alatola might work more for the science thing. I I I really like these, the 
um I yeah, I, mm. I, I feel I feel like one of these one of the first two okay. is is the right so one. Zillatola or Perenia. Yeah. We can throw them around more, but those and are they, two that came with me. They both lend themselves to regional forms will be Zillatolan or Perenin mm-hmm. or Perenian, mm-hmm. I think would is be, the correct. It could be either word, yeah. Um I think it's pr- well there's no I, it's P E R E N A, so Perenin might be. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like Unovan. Yes. It sounds like perennial. I yeah, mm-hmm. I like yeah, yeah. No, because yeah. that I also that that too. You know, with the nature versus time mechanic as well. Quality. All right. Our next candidate was the Colonel Mustard type, mm-hmm. who would be our old time explorer, ground type rock or ground type trainer. Sorry, mm-hmm. like you know, he has the you know whatever the explorers wear in that day and mm-hmm. age, the yeah. discovery cape and uh, maps of plenty and compasses. Uh, I said this is easy. I'll throw Dan a bone. <laughs> And I'll say, we need more dinos in this game. <laughs> and who who knows about dinos more than me? And I looked to my left, I looked to my right, there was Dan Ryan. Yes. So I said, has there been some form of Triceratops that we've had? Uh, technically Bastiodon. Okay, all right. Technically, but he's, mm-hmm. they don't, I don't think they classify him as right. one. He's classified as like something else. Well, I have other ideas too. I just was like, well, let's cut it off. Is there a Stegosaurus type that we have? Uh, not counting the ass of one of the, <laughs> the, uh, the British fossils? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. So. Um, and then, of course, I was thinking Jurassic Park, we need, uh, the Diphilosaurus, which is the, the, I'm gonna spread my frills and sp- shoot acid in your face type. Which oh, kind yeah, of reminds yeah. me of that one heliotrope, but it doesn't have frills. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, uh... T- taking these ideas yeah well i have uh, ideas based on their design as well like we could mm-hmm. we could one of them like they instead of their appendages or their uh you know their horns and stuff they can be in place of shovels or scooping mechanisms to like help them move the ground that they're in um i thought maybe if we do the diphilosaurus maybe it steals shiny stones and adorns itself with it as it evolves and grows um i thought that would be fun and i'm always thinking of the final evo so like you can assume like they fit in in that way. Like, yeah. they would have, like, a baby form. I'm just thinking about, like, the, the general idea for the end evolution there. Mm-hmm. Um, I also thought that we could have some more regional variants with, like, golems like Golurk and Cofagrigus, um, based on the San Augustine statues for Nosepass. It's just things that are in that region over there. So those yeah. were a few ideas for our Colonel Mustard type. I, I do like all of these. Mm. I... I know we just had that um, elephant bulldozer with Galar. Yes. So, I mean, just, you know what I mean. Like, it, they would have differently shaped tusks and stuff that do different things. Well, and I did I did send you that one idea about, like, a giraffe steam shovel mm-hmm. thing. That, But he doesn't have to be that guy's signature. He mm-hmm. can just be around. Yeah, or um, on his team. You know. uh, but I, I do have some thoughts. Yes. Um... Uh, we can easily incorporate all of these dinos mm-hmm. um, because the seventh gym leader is a rock type gym mm. leader, and um, assuming that he's not maining um, our regional Probopass evolution, mm-hmm. the Olmec guy mm-hmm. that I sent along, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which I guess he should—he should be rock steel, yeah. I guess, uh, yeah. based on or rock psychic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, that'll probably be 
on that guy's team, but I figured incorporating our long scrapped idea of a my long scrapped idea yeah. of having a Jurassic Park dude, I yes. figure uh, old guy rock you give type. him the logo with one of our new Pokemon in the background. It's yeah. the same thing, Poke like, Park or he, whatever. Yeah. Like he'll walk around with like an old amber cane, yeah. and it'll like it's not going to be blatant, but mm-hmm. it'll be like. But we can create plenty of dinos because you know it'll fill out his team yes. too. Um, in terms of um, this guy, uh, the Triceratops uh, could work if I take a different approach from Bastiodon and mm-hmm. make it... I could make it, like, a drill Triceratops. Yeah, yeah. Um, because there are, like... They show up on a lot of anime, like those three-point spinning drill things. Mm-hmm. I could make a Triceratops out of one of those. That sounds cool to me. Um, but... Regional Golurk or Golem also makes sense because mm-hmm. Golem doesn't get a lot of love, and I know you love him. I do. So I said, give Dan bones and then Cofagrigus. I know he already has a new form, but mm-hmm. like we can give him a different color scheme, maybe. Yeah, yeah, certainly. And then the San Augustine statues, I thought, just might like interest because we do have the the Probopest idea, but that could be like an original Pokemon because these statues are visually distinct from the Easter Island heads that we were thinking about. Of course. Yeah. So th- that that's. Yeah, those are all good. Mm-hmm. Um, um, the next huge chunk coming your way. Okay. Tons of pokies. Uh, you told me to think about random mons, uh, ranging from rainforest-ish. Uh, I stuck to the rainforest mainly before going on to the, the ghost ship and buried treasure stuff, mm-hmm. so maybe that could be next week's tangent or focus. Easily. But easily. Um, I stuck mainly for the rainforest for these. So I begin with, we have a lemur with glow-in-the-dark eyes. I <laughs> want you to think of it as, like, the Madagascar lemurs, so we get... Uh, the Goodman's Mouse Lemur, who you would know from Mort from Madagascar, evolving into a King Julian-esque Zabuvafu lemur of some <laughs> sort. Um, their thing could be like, it it glows in the dark at night, maybe it's like a secret raver or something, like mm-hmm. it throws a little dance party. Yeah. Then we get the, I like to move it, move it. Oh, that's Pokemon perfect. Stole from that. Like yeah. a glow stick tail, yeah. too. Or, yeah, yeah, that'd be perfect. And I thought that would be fun for like the party <laughs> and like you walk in like at night and you're like, oh, this place is creepy. And then it's like that <laughs> Samurai Jack episode <laughs> yeah. where it's like Jack's at the rave for some reason. So I thought that rave lemur might be fun. Um, the next is we need a kind capybara normal type mm-hmm. uh, that hangs out with other Pokemon. It, it's like chill. It could be like a regional thing that like oh that's the chillest pokemon we all love it it's like on all the merch yeah and like it gets a little disgruntled like people are bothering it like you see its eyes slightly open yeah but it's like uh i guess um it just chills like you know it it's hanging around with oranges and other pokemon and like hot springs and such just you know helping other pokies out you did back when we very first thought of this region mm. you did suggest a capybara Good. but we can reiterate that it'll yeah. be that this will be its role yeah. in I, the region. I thought a normal type would fit the most for it too mm-hmm. so like it'd just be a fun little thing yeah no gimmicks just chill uh next we need a more sloth like sloth when compared to slacking so i thought maybe four-legged it's known for its sleep moves maybe it fights in its sleep a la your demon slayer boy Okay, yeah. It becomes like a kung fu fighting master in its sleep, not to be confused with Mind Chao, but more of that. Mm-hmm. Like like when it's uh, when it's awake, it's like the slowest moving thing, but as soon as it falls asleep, it gets a mind of its own. Yeah. And you know, does some drunken fist techniques. My my one suggestion is mm-hmm. that I can utilize either like a weird sloth or something like another nocturnal animal mm-hmm. because Remember, our prairie dog boy evolves into a oh, okay. fighting okay. 
sloth. Okay. So I, I, but I'll find another nocturnal yeah. creature and yeah. use that premise because right. I like that. Could be a bat. No. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We have a lot of bats though, but it could be something that is awake during the day. I mean, awake at night. Uh, next, I thought we need a macaw Pokemon. Um, a tropical vibe that might fit our potential champion. Maybe it would be fire flying because I was thinking the macaw has like all the different colors of like red, blue, and yellow. And that could be the level of the flame it's using. I like it. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. Perfect. So, Genius. Yeah. <laughs> um, the next cool bird I saw was there's this bird called a Royal Flycatcher, which has a regal head crest. Uh, the Evos could start off something mundane. And then as it evolves, it gets more royal and hoity-toity. What type of bird did you say it was? It's called a royal flycatcher. Okay. And it has, like, this fun little head thing. Right. And, you know, it could start as, like, a surf Pokemon, and then, you yeah. know, level up to, like, the lord or something. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I get that. Um, next fun Pokemon I thought of is we need a poison dart frog to give Toxicroak some, some competition. Mm-hmm. Toxicroak needs a rival. And I thought that maybe this one spits poison, but it's, like considered cuter than toxicroak so toxicroak gets like upset with it and like you yeah. know like it's more colorful it's like a cute little mascot pokemon but really it's like very deadly yeah, yeah. and it's like an yeah. asshole in real life and no one seems to notice it but toxicroak no that's perfect yeah. because um it's like yeah. the the norman to garfield or whatever it is <laughs> norm, norm yeah yeah so that no that'll that'll be perfect yeah uh yeah um and it just bright festive colors it has like big bug eyes i was thinking um the next i want bugs a lot here um so maybe for our bug boy as well uh i researched some scorpions in that region in south america and some glow in the dark so maybe an electric scorpion of some type i like it have a light bulb for a tail or something or a string of lights um thought that'd be fun i like the butterfly pokemon so there's this butterfly called an amber phantom butterfly which is translucent so it could be a ghost butterfly type very good. Maybe it can evolve from our regional... Um, you know how you said we would have a firefly mm-hmm. in, like, the, the graveyard? Maybe it could evolve from that pokey. The, the, oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. that, that, could, be, that yeah. could be good. Yeah. Um, and then I know we have a spider that's after our hearts that came out of, like, you know, the, the jumping barrel Pennywise clown mm-hmm. circus. But I said, there is another spider idea because there is a spider known as the wandering spider that's constantly in motion. And it is always, like, looking for prey. I thought that if we combine Spider with a Ronin, a wandering Ronin, and call it Locomantula or something like that. Oh, perfect. <laughs> so it's always on the move. And it has that little Ronin hat and, like, draws out a sword or something. We can't not leave him, Dan. Yeah. No, he no, must no, no. be made as well. We definitely can. And, uh, like, yeah. If I... If I it can be done. Yeah. Like, it... it like I feel like Gen One had a lot of animals even repeat, yeah. so it's not like and we can everybody have two loves, spiders. Everybody loves spiders, and, and if we're doing like a huge yeah. jungle area, there's going to be a lot of spiders. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing. There's no rules here. And so. then to give you a tease for the, I mean, I was instructed to come up with baseball gym leader, but we did decide that like Scissor Tail is going to get that main thing. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll save that for next week as well. But to give you a tease for some ideas, I was thinking of for our. Um, more ocean-based Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I thought we would have a Maiden Masthead come to life. Love it. Because I thought that hasn't been done. We've had an anchor. We had a wheel, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe the Masthead, Olive, and we can get some Maiden's Peak backstory here, too. Maybe. We could. It's like, we, oh. We could literally yeah. put it in a location yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Gastly's hang out around it or something. 
Um, and then, I don't know how this one hasn't been done. One of my better ideas. We get a swashbuckling Marlin-type Pokemon that's Water Steel. I love it. I said, <laughs> why hasn't that arrived yet? Oh, and also include my pink dolphin. My, uh, my, so- it- my psychic pink Amazon Rainforest oh, yeah, dolphin. She's on the list already. Yeah. She's. I said, the, I uh... need a dolphin. That's a that's a rare drop in mm-hmm. the uh, I think near the Amazon okay. I guess but she's in there. This is perfect though. I, this is a I ton. Mean, the ideas came to me, Dan. Some this of is... my best work. Yeah, but I'll shoot this over to you. I love it. Yeah, well, but did I, can I do, do good? No, I can do a, I can do a lot with this. <laughs> mm-hmm. I get I can do a ton. So thank you. Yes. So I know next week we might be thinking about our baseball gym leader in a bit more detail. I'll look into like baseballisms mm-hmm. um, and such to get that team built that combines with flying. But we do have some birds that I thought of as well here that could lend themselves to that team, uh, being the royal flycatcher, the macaw, and such. And to because um, I almost forgot, but to supplement one of your ideas, mm. uh, because you said that you were reminded, like, the Dilophosaurus with Helioptile. Yes. Um, or Heliolisk, I think was the mm-hmm. name of that one. Um, one of the gimmicks that we've talked about briefly is our Galapagos Islands and how they enable certain Pokemon to evolve into ancient forms. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Tyrogue is going to get, like, a Pymae martial arts master form so perhaps if you bring heliolisk to that island its It'll... ancient form will ah. be a uh dilophosaurus that'll like be electric that. poison i like that um so a much more threatening ancestor of the species mm-hmm. uh, and i sent you the names and such so you don't have to write them down all perfect but, um i will continue thinking about the ocean dwelling pokemon which are some of my favorites mm-hmm. i love you know our seafaring friends and who's our next gym leader? The Rock Guy, or uh, it is it is Rock okay. Guy. Um, okay. Anything else I should be made aware of in our our map um, to start thinking about? So uh, I I believe I sh- I've shown you the the baseline prototype map. I gave you the location list. So. Mm. We have Flying Guy, who again we can you know if if you even want to. Uh, dedicate most of the energy to that mm-hmm. like i was even thinking we could give him like a tropius evolution because mm, okay. uh, jungle its um, neck is literally a bat <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> well not even maybe just something that uh if i can think of something that's not goofy well uh, i think tropius i think carmen miranda headdress tropius that our champion would also own that's where I go because it's the fruit bearer. <laughs> yeah, but we already got I we know, already got little. T- I know, mm, but it could be done. Yeah. It could be done. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but I I think I still think Scissor Bird is the best signature yeah. for him. Yeah. And otherwise, we can try to fill his team out with other unique flying types. Mm-hmm. Um, his gym is just a lot of the Galar baseball heads. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I'm trying to like. Map-wise, after you go to Baseball City, mm-hmm. which I think corresponds to Venezuela, mm-hmm. you head through that jungle part, you can access the Safari Zone, which mm. is in uh, Guyana mm. for us, and then you go up into the seas okay. to Cuba right. and the other places. So. You could fiddle around with the idea for a warden for the Safari Zone okay. or another associated character. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, well, we know what we're doing. We're doing a Holes parody and just having 
<laughs> Mrs. Yeah. or whatever her name is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can e- easily, easily yeah. do that. Um, and then, yeah, and then it'll be open sea. Um, we, we, I think we decided that you... Jamaica will be present, mm. sort of like Pacific Log Town. Like, okay. it'll be, it'll be a place where you stop... And I think I think maybe we discussed Sage could be from there, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but it will serve some story purpose. We could even stick like a Maiden's Peak type location on that island because mm-hmm. I figured Jamaica would be the spot where an NPC tells you, "Oh, the ghost ship is out and about. Be careful!" Like you know. Um, but that could also, and then you go up to Cuba, okay. where our next gym leader is. And so he's rock, right? Yeah. Okay. A lot of space to fill in. Um, and did we decide, well, we'll say this off air as to not spoil our goodies right mm-hmm. away, but uh, just some clarification questions on our gym leader. Of course. But I'll save them for later. Of course. Yes. Yeah. But I, did I do good? No, you did fantastic. You did <laughs> Thank fan- you. <laughs> no, I, I, I love it. Mm. I love it. Yeah. I just hope I do it justice with the art. Mm. I gotta, I think, yeah, I think we've I had good moments. King mom- Julian the Raver then. <laughs> we, we've had, we've had good momentum, I think, with people seeing the other ones. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, hopefully... People yep. are liking it, yep. so. Yep, yep, yep. The well won't run dry anytime soon. No. So I've got my uh, my situation for next week. Shall we dive into the episode proper now? Uh, do you want to talk about... Oh, yeah. We have a beast in the room, don't we? Yeah. Well, I guess we have to talk about it. Yes. Yeah. Shall we? We're well, going to be a little... Tangent. It's yeah. going to be a little longer today. Yeah, well, but, well uh, there's not much to say in my... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, we saw... Uh, Redacted Beasts, yeah. <laughs> uh, The Secrets of Redacted. Oh, and it uh, was not a good movie. No, it was it was very yeah. bad. <laughs> and yeah. Dan and I knew going in the plot of the film based on that Reddit link, mm-hmm. but... Oh boy, I wouldn't be surprised, and, you know, I think this would be a, a better fate for the series if it just ended here and we didn't get an official two more movies out of it. Yeah, and it doesn't seem like it. we will, because people aren't seeing it. Yeah, and, I've never uh, seen anyone truck their brand so far into the dirt before. And Joanne has, yep. and she, you know, and again, we, we went to see it exclusively to clown on it for lack of better activities. And even then, it was just so boring. It was. No, and that's, that's the big, that was the biggest takeaway, was just, if we didn't have the jokes ready yeah um because of reading the screenplay it was nothing happened no like if you were a kid and there that, were kids that got up constantly in front of us yeah and I, I mean bored because the movie wasn't engaging it no. was just it was just people talking in rooms yeah. and then moving to other rooms to keep talking and then sometimes there would be like a wand thing mm-hmm. and then there were it, less than 10 beasts there was a, a killin yeah chillin a, a chillin yeah. and that kind of is how leads to one of the gooberiest yeah. scenes that we have, have have seen on film recently. Oh my goodness. Um not a good movie. Don't recommend it, obviously. No. Don't give any more money. We than... suffered so you don't have to. Yeah. yeah. Um, Take our word, please. But uh Yeah, it, it wasn't even because the second one provi- was so terrible that it provided endless laughs. Yes. Uh, you know what? I said it at leaving, and I didn't see this opinion online. You know, a lot of people hate the second one, mm-hmm. rightfully so. Mm-hmm. It's a confusing mess, but there's more fun in the second yeah. one than this one. Yeah, it's more engaging. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't. But this, this is like nothing happens. I mean, I'm not going to give them a pat on the back for like making the gayness, you know. And it's not more even... present. It's like, oh, okay. 
Like, they, they don't I even, don't feel anything. They, but they, it, like, it's it's also it's bland. It's sterile, yeah. They do, like, it's just like a guys being dudes yeah. moment, and then and then Dumbledore's like, I, I loved you, yeah. and then... Real quick. And then Grindelwald, like, uh, <laughs> a sort of, like, is like... He doesn't even... He doesn't even I don't know. The rumors around town are that there was a whole scene that played out differently mm-hmm. where Grindelwald like flirts with him, mm. but no, they no, cut no. that no, so no, that no. because Can't that was that. too yeah. difficult. But everything they did do, similar to Rise of Skywalker, was mm-hmm. stuff that they could just edit around. Yeah. Um, and then I see online a lot of people are liking it, but I think they're just paid shills. That's, they, the, they only, that's the only way it could happen. There's like, no way in hell. They I, gotta be paid chills. <laughs> they're like, oh, the the special effects are brilliant. I'm like, are they? <laughs> are they really? I No. Because as I mentioned, like this series for a while has been the magic just turns into foam. And it it's does. real boring and stupid. Like, it does. magic's not supposed to be like that. And everything's gray. Yeah. Well, that's David Yates. Yeah. He always does that. And I... I it was... And it was one of those things where we saw it, and, and then I, I couldn't even process, like, Nagini, Nagini isn't there. Well, no. He's she, not there. She can't be. Yeah. <laughs> um, and understandably, because the the, uh, the actress. actress was yeah. pregnant yeah. and didn't want to risk COVID mm-hmm. for Fantastic yeah. Beasts 3. Yeah, and which our is, girl uh, Tina, who gets the best part of this movie, being just a picture and a cameo in the end. Good for her. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, she spoke, spoke out against the witch... And Joanne come up, came off tried Scott, to yeah, punish her, but... but yeah. Someone came out looking better than this, because Newt's story after this is effectively over. It is. We don't really have to see them again. As, is, yeah. as shitty as the Queenie subplot is, yeah. and gets resolved so quickly and stupidly, it's yeah. officially done. We can move on to maybe Dumbledore fight with Grindelwald, or we don't have to. Well, and, and quite literally, uh, I think years ago, when these movies first started coming out, I made a joke to you that okay, they're gonna make five of these. It's gonna it's gonna blow up into a big convoluted mess, and then it's going to end with Newt writing Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. But according to an offhand piece of dialogue, it's already, it's already yeah, written yeah. and being taught. Yeah. So that moment is okay. So why are we still <laughs> following him? Well, like, there's not many more beasts to write about. Apparently, there was only less than ten in this film. And he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't. He doesn't do anything. Nope. Other characters solve the problems. Yeah. He's not even like. He's just you know awkward and a little bit. Yeah. And and, and I don't. It, and it's there's all these these. <laughs> they go to the gulag. They go to Berlin. <laughs> you could you could take like. Like uh, like just like a scalpel to this this script and just think of, and it's not funny. No, it's not funny. Like, oh, we laughed for the, the wrong, wrong reasons. reasons, and even then, it was just like a slight chuckle was heard that entire two and a half hours. I was mostly sighing. Yeah, I was just turning to you and sighing. I wish we were alone so we could speak at full volume. <laughs> but it, but it was, you know, I. My God, it was just so boring. It, it was, was just it was just dull, a dull, dull mess. Dull. Yeah. And I had to sit next to Dan the whole time. <laughs> I, uh, there was a bigger dull mess on the screen. <laughs> I, 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 it was just very, just very weird choices. Yeah, I, and and everything is telegraphed yeah. and predictable. And well, as it's said in Goblin of the Father, Go- Goblin of the Father, Goblin of Fire, let it drown, <laughs> let it die. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully this is it. Uh, but I, I, I don't. These well, it's still not keep doing going. well, and it it's costs not. a lot of money. Yeah. It it just narrowly made more than Morbius. So <laughs> it's if that 
that goes to show yeah. anything. Uh, but we do not recommend. Do not see it. Do not give any money. We we took in an early showing and, and to clown on it, yeah. but it, we did not have fun with it. No. So it was just you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. What whiplash seeing everything everywhere all at once and then seeing that. <laughs> Yeah, it's like the highest and the lowest. And I don't think it's out of the question that someday we could bring these to Sinister Six and do like a thorough tearing apart of them because I I have so much more to say. Oh, we do. But it's it's, uh, so no Timothy Chalamet, sexy Timothy Chalamet as Sirius Black coming or Hagrid. Hagrid. Sorry, (laughs) my culpa. My apologies, but yeah, I think it's gone, and for the better. I wouldn't lose any sleep if it's gone. Yeah, it's it's not. Mm. But then again, Hollywood does like to <laughs> beat dead horses. <laughs> yes, yeah, beat dead beasts, beat dead chillins. That's what they oh, like. Oh my do god, don't beat the chillins. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I, I think with with all when all is said and done, mm. it'll be a good palate cleanser to watch some anime. So yes. without further ado, I will cede the floor all to right. you. <laughs> the raccoons have given me a thumbs up to continue on with our anime rewatch of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. We're in part three, section two, and I believe we dip into, at the end of this four-episode stretch, part four, which is the penultimate part. A lot of peace there. A lot of stop-plosives, Dan. Mm-hmm. But anyway, here's a recap and of uh, what we watched last time. So we saw that Father and the Homunculi are creating a countrywide transmutation circle for something big. Mm-hmm. What could it be? I don't know. They're blackmailing the Elric brothers and Mustang with their friends and family as collateral. So they don't go against them. Scar has Kimberly on a wild goose chase in the north, while Marco and May gather his brother's research notes. And now make it to the northern fortress of Briggs, controlled by Armstrong's sister, General Olivier Armstrong. She's super cool and badass on the brother's side after they share their story with her, and they put sloth on ice, literally. She manages to pull the proof they need for this government conspiracy as the scope widens as she discusses, seduces, and like, you know, it's not hard. Uh, with a General Raven, who's a bad guy employed mm-hmm. by Father and the other higher hubs in this country. Of course. Um, but uh, yeah, so we're watching four episodes back to back. No skipping today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought they told a pretty good story. I think next episode I get really loosey-goosey with one episode that I wanted to keep in real bad. Mm-hmm. But I decided on skipping and I think the fans are going to lambast me for it. But that's that's for a different time. That's after, <laughs> you know, our, our month-long May journey into movies yeah. where they're like, anime, give it to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that will be, be sucking at my teeth yet. <laughs> but yeah we're gonna learn a little bit more about some zany new characters the first homunculi and such we're gonna see how olivier handles this situation but what do you expect going into this Uh, you promised me some clarification on the bad dad situation we'll Uh, see what hohenheim you know is he bad or is he sad uh, yeah (laughs) and that's i so i'm interested to see what tips the scale in Mm -hmm. that regard uh but again i'm just loving the intrigue i'm loving the build-up this is all uncharted territory for me so Mm -hmm. i i'm just excited to see what happens so yeah yeah. good good part good and it keeps its momentum until the end of the series so i think that that's one of the series high points of course why we're watching it here um i guess without further ado we talked about fantastic beasts dan but here's a little easter egg for you do you want to know why jonathan's crying in that photograph why well you'll find out today won't you (laughs) (laughs) stay tuned after the break we'll see you then Magari <laughs> 
消ないのをなくして生きた空を探してる分かってくれますように犠牲になったような悲しい顔はやめてよ君の最後は涙じゃないよずっと苦しく背負ってくんだ出口見えない感情迷路に誰を待ってるの血の色音に綴ったようにもっと素直に吐き出したいよ何から逃れたいんだ And slowly opens the door, and a shadowy figure appears. Oh, bandit, it's just you. <laughs> We're back after watching Fullmetal Alchemist, the end of part three, intro to part four. And Dan Ryan, what did you think? Uh, nothing but good things. Mm. I, I, you know, we get little teases of Hohenheim being now. Um, the, the, you know, uh, central authority is becoming a little more brazen with its. You know the whole put the monster back in the hole thing and let it keep digging,、mm-hmm. um, but they're facing resistance,、mm-hmm. and I I like the you know I just like the complexity and the intrigue of it. We got a new homunculi. Yes, we got introduced to some new boys that are right up Dan's alley. They very much so. Yeah. My yeah, the most pleasant additions <laughs> and more questions still with、yeah. Father planning below Central City、mm-hmm. in need of one more person to fit his bill.、Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, without further ado, let's dive into these brisk four episodes, shall we? Starting with episode thirty-six, family portraits. So, at an unspecified location, Hohenheim calls out the names of the people whose lives that his philosopher's stone has consumed as he digs into his chest, and bits of the stone fall out of his body from the holes he creates before sinking into the ground. Will we meet those people?、Mm, we might. Are you okay, Rabbit? Okay. There's more to this Hohenheim story still. I'll stay tuned. Yeah. Why is he not aging, Dan? And <laughs> who is this alleged bastard he speaks? Of. Why can he reach into his chest? Yeah, well,、uh, we get another family flashback to the von Hohenheim children instead of the von Trapp children. Thirteen、uh, years previously,、uh, Hohenheim doesn't want to interact with his sons and talks with his wife Trisha. His body seems to be immortal, but he feels like he is a monster since he does not age, and he doesn't want the monster to spread. Yeah, well, it's a good bit of like character thought because he's like, I've seen enough death because、yeah. of this whole situation. Like I. So he's like paranoid. If I even touch them, then、mm-hmm. then this, the death、home. will spread. Yep, so yep, yep, yep.、Yeah. Uh, so Trisha convinces him to take a family picture, and she says, "Like, don't get so down on yourself. Stop calling yourself a monster because we're a family, and despite everything that's against us, we're going to be together as a family、mm-hmm. forever. And this picture will be a testament to that."、Um, We see for the first time throughout all the franchise, including the manga and such, the reveal of this photograph in the Brotherhood series. It wasn't in the original, and it wasn't in the manga. Oh, and Hohenheim was Buhuwen during this. He felt it, human. He、yeah. really wasn't included in the manga. No, always a mystery until now. But、uh, yes, he was crying, revealing that he wasn't so bad a dad after That's all. That's good、dad. to know. <laughs>、yeah. um, researching, so he's been researching something on his borrowed time. He's referring to someone as a bastard. Uh, on his way out, Hohenheim fixes a swing and then falls out of a tree. What a klutz! Just like one of his children, huh?、Mm-hmm. Um, but this does humanize him. I mean, he could have spent some more time with his children instead of giving them a swing. But I understand. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, he's leaving his family. He asks Trish to not tell the children and to wait for him. Um, we see a much softer side to the separation. Previously, we saw in and out wake up that night and then see Hohenheim on his way out. But yeah. now we get it from a different angle, huh? We do. We see it from a different angle and we see him, like, visibly shaken. But then he puts on, like, the stern, yeah. emotionless face that... Mm-hmm. like uh ed remembers so yeah it's interesting uh was he not bad at all just sad hohenheim looks at the picture in the present and says just a little while longer mm-hmm. until something happens i suppose back at fort briggs no exit is detected in the underground tunnel but shadows consume the soldiers and murder them instantly in a dark void full of teeth and eyes mm-hmm and Dan was like, what's going on down there? Uh, General Armstrong is holding back her intent uh, while buttering up Raven. Raven's a skis. He's real close, getting touchy-feely with mm-hmm. her. Um, immediately don't like Raven. No guarantees, bad points either way. They're just ta- discussing how, like, if this immortality plan may, like, play out. Yeah. What's in it for her and her men? Yeah. But it's really on a need-to-know basis. A knock interrupts this decision. Um, the underground tunnel advance team has been slaughtered, and everyone prepares to leave. Ed says, or has to convince, like, the rest, like, we're prisoners here, so if we're going to keep up the charade with Kimberly and Raven, you've got to make it look like we're prisoners here. They mm-hmm. run into Kimberly and Miles, nice to meet you, Full Metal, and we get another parallel with another Michael Jackson clone here Yeah, we're, we're seeing a lot of them. I didn't notice them <laughs> until now. Oh my goodness. A lot of those hee-hee men showing yeah. up, so... Um, only a terrified horse and just an arm were found in the, the downstairs tunnel. And Raven forbids any further snooping on the, <laughs> the part of the Fort Briggs. Uh, they say that they have to obey the higher power. And General Raven talks with the Elrics and convinces them to keep their mouths shut. Um, put the homunculus back underground and seal the opening up. So they wheel down Sloth, who's like... Why am I here? Yeah, <laughs> What's like, going on? Back to work. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, so they get, they gotta keep, got him. Yeah, ass they up. must <laughs> keep pushing it. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> he's like, fine, whatever. General Armstrong is playing along, and she says that all yield to her here. Sloth comes to and is addressed by Raven. And Raven name drops this, I think, a little bit too early. One episode too early. In fact, he says, Pride's been telling you what to do. And at this point in the series, we haven't met Pride yet. Yes. So it was like, who's Pride? What does that mean? But I I just, I really liked this as, as goofy as it, I I really liked this scene Mm. because it, it, this feels like if anyone could fathom a, like a government cover up of some stupid science. There's giant homunculi underneath us digging a big tunnel. Like it's treated with the amount of bluntness that like. Put the monster back in the hole and yeah. let it keep doing what it was yeah. doing, and then and okay. then seal it up. And like, that's okay, it. that's yep. yeah, that's the orders from the top. So yep. when we've discovered the lizard men. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you've heard it here first. The but, crab people. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, uh, we haven't met a pride yet, and Raven says, "No, there's a chimera helping this country. So now do your duty as well, and don't tell anyone." Mm-hmm. Um, really menacingly. Uh, May and Marco are elsewhere in the north, making no headway with Scar's brother's notes, because they need Scar to translate. He's the only one who can read Ancient Ishvalan. Um, the northern troops find them, but are knocked out by Scar and Yoki, and they decide to relocate to the nearby abandoned mining village of mm. Baskul. Several days later, the hole in Briggs is filled in, um, and then we get this intense scene between Raven and Armstrong, mm-hmm. Olivier Armstrong, where it's like... Uh, she's like at the end of her rope with him like how many will you have to sacrifice do you care about yourself or this country here 
Um, while this is going on, Kimberly is taking many, many calls to the fort, being watched by um, uh, Raven. I'm sorry, Miles mm-hmm. is keeping him company. And Miles notices that there's something about Kimberly that he's trying to do, but he doesn't want to poke the bear. Yeah. Um, speaking of poking the bear, uh, Raven gets a little handholdy and says, like, you know, once this is all done, your men won't matter. It'll just be you. And Armstrong has had enough. She stabs Raven through the arm and goes like, which arm did we recover from that hole? Yeah. It doesn't matter. She calls him out on like his age. Like you're scared of dying, old man. Your moldy ass is going to sit on that throne for long because we care about our men. I loved it. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I was hoping. to the cement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was going to be young. Glug, 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 glug. <laughs> And then she tells him, make sure the cement is smoothed over. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And the men are like, fine, whatever, just another day. Um, and Raven gets the news that, I'm sorry, Miles gets the news that Raven is dead. Mm-hmm. And he's like, good, because I don't know how much longer I could have lasted with Kimberly. I'm like at my wits end with him. Yeah. But since he does reveal that Raven is missing to Kimberly, Kimberly's like, that's fine. He was more of my leash. And everything I can do now is under the direct command of the Fuhrer. So mm-hmm. get me a car. I have some things to take care of. Yes. So he's on his way doing that. Uh, of course, that one uh, general who's with Armstrong is like, you left our men down there. But there's been like hints and teases that she cares more than she lets on. Definitely. About the people that work for her because Ed has made a secret passage into the tunnel so they can keep exploring it in secret Kimberly speaks with the boys still in prison while bringing in a visitor. Rutro, it's Winry. Mm-hmm. So the bargaining chip is here. The bait is right in front of them. And in Central, Mustang is informed about Kimberly in the North. A secret message from Olivier from a local flower seller. Yeah. Um, but yes, our first episode's done. We get a little bit more um, just, you know, seeing how our characters interact with one another, especially Olivier, because she's going to take a little break for a few episodes before we see her again. Mustangs pretending to go on dates with, like, a lot of society yes. ladies, but yeah. they're actually I, spies. I said yeah. that yeah. Central Mustang Mustang is fucking everything that moves, but <laughs> that's just me. Anyway, uh, episode 37, the first homunculus. Maybe we'll get a clue here, eh? Uh, Kimberly, the Crimson Lotus, and his guards strutting about uh, Fort Briggs. Major Miles is concerned, and Kimberly is overlooking Winry fixing up Ed. Ed tries to warn Winry about Kimberly, but Winry's like, I don't know, he seems pretty nice to me. We had this flashback where he's like, oh, your your parents were great. I wish I could have met them. Mm-hmm. I too fought in the Ishvalan War, but then this was all acting. Yeah. Yeah. That's right there. Acting. Like, Kimberly's a great villain so far. Yeah. He's he's like a sociopath, mm-hmm. so yeah. Um, but he recounts a story and he's really tugging at the heartstrings here, all acting nonetheless. Ed is sure that Kimberly is psycho, but only Hawkeyes. And I do like this, that he's like he thinks back to the Ishval and War and he's like, I think he's psycho, but I've only had one other person's perspective perspective on it. On it. So I'm I mean I would trust Hawkeye over Kimberly at mm-hmm. this point because she doesn't give off menacing bad energy at every single yeah. opportunity. But I do like that he's like, I have to hear a little bit more before I make a final decision. Mm-hmm. Um, here, uh, Winry mentions falling in love with a weirdo as she's repairing his automail, and Ed's trying to get distracted by not getting a boner by recalling all of the elements of the periodic table. Well, yeah, and specifically, he's like trying to pretend that he isn't jealous like like i, mm-hmm. I you know like he's like why do you want me to stay away from that guy and yeah. he's like <gasps> yeah. you know could it be yeah but there's this cute scene where she like whispers like why did i fall in love with you what did you say what 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 
Uh, but yes, that does happen. Uh, Ed is all fixed up. Uh, oh, okay. Another Dan lovable scene. Ed is all fixed up and Captain Buccaneer comes on and shows his cool arm. Mm-hmm. And Winry is like, oh, so cool. Diamond uh, uh, tipped claws. bear claw. Doesn't get any better than that. Buccaneer socks Ed later on because he kind of has a crush on Winry because, like, she seems passionate about his body. Yeah. She likes Automail. Yeah, Yeah. he likes Automail, so it's a match made in heaven. He says life isn't fair. Yeah, and it is contrasted with a shot of, like, the cigarette dude who Mm -hmm. is the, the, like, his mechanic, so it's like, Mm -hmm. Uh, Ed warns Winry to be careful at this fort. (laughs) Do you want to check out my back room? There's lots of Automail in there. She's like, sure thing. Uh, When running off to check out the fort's Automail... Uh, Kimberly and Ed talk. Alice still locked up as co- collateral. Uh, Buccaneer and Armstrong are still debating the tunnel. The first team was down there for an entire week with only three days of provisions. Uh, the new team, including Buccaneer, states that if they aren't back in 24 hours, seal the hole. And Armstrong takes sole responsibility for this and for killing Raven. So mm-hmm. she's like, if anyone gets blamed for this, it's going to be me. You guys will be fine. Uh, Mustang is continuing to get this intel from the flower lady in Eastern Command sent by Olivier, uh, who needs Mustang's army, not Mustang himself. Mm -hmm. Olivier and Mustang always butt heads, and when and if they eventually do meet, we will see that dynamic Mm -hmm. a little bit more. But Armstrong's servant slash relative is the uh, flower lady because she has the signature hair swoosh. I don't (laughs) know if you need one to get into that home, but every family member seems to have one. Yeah, it just happens. Yeah. Uh, Mustang talks with Hugh, not Hugh's. Oh, no, he remembers Mustang talking with Hughes, and, Mm -hmm. like, uh, Olivier was informed, like, she wouldn't go, he wouldn't go against her and talk to the Fuhrer. He's Mm -hmm. not that kind of man. And uh, he does buy all the flowers up from her, giving her a generous tip. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, The B team in the hole finds all the remains of the A team in the tunnel. Uh, we see that some of the men miraculously are still alive and some of the horses are chopped in twain. So it's yeah. bloody down there. And and through metal parts too. So whatever yeah. did this did it in one clean sweep. Mm-hmm. Uh, the strange void eyed darkness thing awakens and creeps in on our heroes who are saying like, turn out that light. You don't understand. It doesn't attack in the darkness. It needs a source of light to attack mm-hmm. us. And right before killing off Buccaneer and the rest, it hears something and backs away down the tunnel. Yeah. So... Any idea what this was before the big reveal, Dan? Um, well, did be- you think this was a homunculus? I did because of the eye and lip motif mm-hmm. thing that we had seen inside the uh, like fake door with mm. gluttony and everything. So I, they, they all have that motif, but you know, I wasn't certain that it was going to be him. Mm. Uh, but it was cool. It was like a very smoke monster, but not stupid thing. Yeah. So. In Central, Hawkeye visits uh, Bradley, or Mrs. Bradley, with some urgency. He isn't home, but suddenly, Salim, the young orphan boy Salim, comes out of nowhere. And we see the same shadow, tiny baby hands. Yeah, Yeah. Um, But that's my adopted son, but not really adopted, because he's from Bradley's family. Mm -hmm. And then Hawkeye's like, but Bradley doesn't have a family, he's a homunculus. Yeah. What sense does that make? Uh, Hawkeye is needlessly shook. Um, as she's walking home, trying to think of everything, leaving the estate, Salim approaches in the darkness and, and Hawkeye says, I did sense you before you have the same bloodlust as other homunculi. Um, you're, it's very much the evil child trope. Mm-hmm. It's like children of the corn and done well, yeah. village of the damned things going on here. And young Salim says, I'm not in the same vein as gluttony. I, I don't know why you even deign to compare me to that. I am pride of the first homunculus. So, mm-hmm. Big reveal, Dan, child yeah. Salim. I like it. I, I I I did not see that coming. Mm-hmm. Not even not even close. Because the only other interaction 
I had seen with him was when he was speaking through that little lamp mm -hmm. to Wrath yep. at that one point. Yeah. So I wouldn't have... No. Because he even says something like, you're not getting attached yeah. to your... Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah it's... It's, it's it's a fascinating yeah. dynamic. And now we have the father-son dynamic called into question since mm -hmm. Pride was the first homunculus. Yeah. And you know, I, raised by one of the newer homunculi. Yeah, it it's I I'm I'm interested to see where it mm -hmm. goes. It's it's a tangled web. Hawkeye gets entwined in these baby shadow arms, but she says it's wasteful to kill a hostage. And then, you know, Pride goes, Well, I'll always be watching you, Hawkeye. Mm -hmm. Always watching. Yeah. Leaving Hawkeye shook. Yes. Yeah. Um, Kimberly has three jobs uh, from Bradley for Ed back at Fort Briggs if he's going to comply. One, hunt down Scar. Two, find Dr. Marco. And three, you know, carve a blood crest here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'll do it. Um, but just like in Ishval, Ed doesn't want to take part in that last one especially, but his hands are tied being that Winry is right here as well. Kimberly is curious about who will emerge victorious because Ed starts talking to him like, Aren't you kind of like a human too? Like, why are you helping these people out? They're just going to use you like the rest. Mm -hmm. But Kimberly's like, I'm crazy and I just want to see Yeah, chaos. no, he wants to see what happens. Yeah. He's, a, he's a destructionist. That's yeah. like... Well, they also yeah. give him freedom too. Like with the Philosopher's Stones that he's gifted or like his power. Yeah. So like, he's free to do whatever he wants when he's fighting for the homunculi. It's a very, it's a very good, uh, like villain speech. Because he's like, I'm just, I'm... I'm putting my wager on that side because I want to. I, I want to see what happens. It'll be cool, and my my whole being is staked on you guys. Like yeah. you, the, you know, you guys losing. Mm -hmm. So yeah. whatever. I would say it would be interesting if we saw a younger Kimberly. I think the youngest we get is just Ishval and mm -hmm. Civil War Kimberly. So I mean, I don't know what went wrong in his past, but mm -hmm. it's never shown at least in Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Um, also, I have this Philosopher's Stone, which, you know, is the thing you've been searching for, despite, you know, them not wanting to use it, because mm -hmm. it's made of the souls of the innocent. Um, do what we want, and I'll give it to you. And Ed says, I have to speak with Alan Winry. I'm not going to hide the truth from Winry anymore. She suffered enough, and I need her guidance, and I need her to be aware mm -hmm. of what she's getting into now. Um, Kimberly will observe... Um, in the prison cell, Winry is informed, uh, she kind of freaks out because she realizes that she was a hostage and she naively just went along with everything she was told. And she feels bad putting the brothers in the position, but she won't cry because last time we agreed, cry tears of joy. Yes. Um, and then <laughs> we get the silent plan between the brothers, which <laughs> I imagine is like family dinner at the Ryan household. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Conspiring. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where Al's glowy eyes narrow for a second. And yeah. it's just like, funny, I gotcha. You know, I gotcha. For some reason. Uh, Ed also has a new leg brace here that Winry made for him. So some slight changes to the design. That we see in the northern variant of this. Yeah, it's lighter. He can punch yeah. faster and move faster. Mm -hmm. uh, so they agree that they're going to seek out Scar for vengeance for Winry. Even though, you know, they had that whole speech before when they were back in Central fighting Scar for the first time. Mm -hmm. But this is all a ploy because Al says that there's no way that Ed would agree to use a Philosopher's Stone knowing how it's made. We're mm -hmm. going to track down Scar to find May. He will teach us Shingy's alchemy. Hopefully to get our bodies back, because that's a separate way. Yes. Um, Winry wants in on this too. As they're leaving, Winry crams herself into the car, saying, like, I just performed an automel upgrade that I've never done before. If something goes wrong, I want to be there to see it. I'm not a child. And Ed and Winry get in, like, this play fight to make it seem like, oh, these are just kids. I have too much of a headache. I'm going to go smoke yeah. a cigarette in the corner or whatever. Kimberly is too annoyed to complain. 
Olivier watches the gang, including Miles, head out. No more waiting. Mm-hmm. We're gonna fight now. Episode 38, Conflict at Bascoul. <laughs> Uh, Hawkeye arrives home and mistakes Black Hayate for Pride. <laughs> Again, bandit. Yeah. Still shook. You know. No, it's just me, Dan. <laughs> oh, oh, it's just you. Okay. I'm all forced. Hi, Dan. Uh, her phone rings. It's Mustang. And Mustang goes, I got some flowers to get rid of. And he senses something is off. However, Hawkeye doesn't want to spill the beans since Pride is always watching. Yeah, he Hawkeye. has effectively intimidated her. Yeah. Yeah. Kimberly, Miles, and the boys arrive at Bascool, an abandoned mining town where Scar is hiding. Uh, split up, and the boys are watched over by Darius and Heinkel, two of Kimberly's men that we will meet in more detail in later episodes. Uh, I don't know, they might share some similarities like the other two boys we've seen before, mm-hmm. so you might get a m- more additions to the menagerie, <laughs> that's, that's all I want. <laughs> yeah. The brothers give the posse a slip by making a fake wall, but Bascool is huge. May calls out to Alphonse, and they easily find each other here. Mm-hmm. Um, May is in love with Alphonse. It is in her type. We get this comedic scene where May is like fawning over Alphonse and saying like, you're both fighting with me. Uh, Winry has been hiding with Al. She's like, what is that hussy doing inside of you? <laughs> um, another woman. Dr. Marco shows up as does Yoki. The brothers have no idea who Yoki is. And Dr. Marco informs that his face is scarred, catches them up. Did we even meet? And then finally, Dan, you get the Yoki backstory that you've been yeah. waiting yeah, for. Yeah, the Waluigi past. The entire time since episode one or two, I think, that uh, Yoki was shown mm-hmm. in our series. I don't think in the series proper. But Yoki uh, says that the brothers destroyed his life because in 1914, in another mining town by the name of Usewell, Yoki used to be a corrupt foreman, skimming off the top from his workers, mistreating them and such. Mm-hmm. Ed shows up. And gives them some fool's gold in exchange for the deed to the mines, which yeah. he gives to the miners. Uh, the miners get upset, kick the crap out of Yoki, and kick him out of the town. Yeah. And then Yoki resorts to a life of crime. He has a lot of, like, fun, odd jobs. It's all in the style of, like, an old Japanese movie with the sound effects, silent Japanese yeah. movie. And um, he dresses up as, like, the froky thief at yes, the end. <laughs> yeah, he he's like a clown, he's a performer, nothing goes well. He tries to, and this isn't mentioned directly, but he does try to rob the Armstrong family we see by the signature girl and mm-hmm. the beautiful, strong Armstrong <laughs> sisters that we will meet <laughs> at some point. Um, but he did fail, and so he wound up where we saw him at the beginning of the series, helping Scar seeking revenge against mm-hmm. the, the brothers. The brothers don't care, they're like, uh, we still don't know you, but it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kimberly yells at his men for losing Winry. Miles further splits up Kimberly's men. Scar is hiding in a large building, and he's confronted by Gerso and Zampano, who reveal that they are part chimera. Mm-hmm. Gerso being part frog, and Zampano being part pig, porcupine, quill thing. Well, like a probably a pun porcupine, yeah, but yeah. he's like a big like. Uh, I'm assuming it's supposed to be a play on like a razorback. Yeah. Uh, warthog or something mm-hmm. but they're bebop and rocksteady yeah, yeah they are bebop and or rocksteady pig and dodoria congratulations <laughs> you've reached the fan name in your in your like watching this is That's, what the fans refer it's, to it's the as. logical thing yeah. uh the brothers discuss with their group looking into looking at jingy's alchemy marco says scar's brother's book and they need scar to translate so you can't really do anything to scar at this point um an explosion from the fight with scar sends ed and al over Winry is upset Scar is here too. Uh, just as Gerso and Zampano are fighting Scar by keeping their distance, um, and they know all about Scar's alchemy and fighting style, that he has to be close, that when the going gets tough, he usually blows up the ground and escapes underground. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but they're just trying to keep him at bay. They've got him in a precarious position when Ed and Al jump in and fight, uh, seeing the chimeras and not knowing exactly who they are, but at the same time knowing who they are. Yeah. So they're like, oh, they're Kim Lee's men. With yeah. plausible deniability. Yeah. Like, we don't know, we don't work with any monsters. Mm-hmm. We, this is clearly, uh, you know, we've stumbled upon a criminal situation happening here, mm-hmm. so... Ed is loving his new automel. It provides lighter punches, and it's not cold. Very hard-hitting still. Gerso's power is saliva, so mm-hmm. he freezes, or he gets frozen, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ed freezes his, uh, his yeah. like, freezes some water onto on his Zompano. back. On his back, sorry, Gerso's back. And then yeah. throws him against uh, Al, <laughs> and he's like, I'll call this the, the, the tongue, tongue on the flagpole maneuver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Someone saw a Christmas story, huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Schwartz! <laughs> what did he say? Uh, the brothers vs. Scar's Ed slash arm is in steel, so Scar realizes that he cannot transmute um, Ed's appendages anymore. Okay. Because he needs to transmute steel or metal, the metal that isn't this alloy. Okay. Um, um, Winry shows up and tells Scar to stop. Miles brought her here as well. Scar is captured. Um, Miles suggests that the boys leave as they got it from here, but Winry wants to talk to Scar. She asks, finally, why did you kill my parents? Scar has nothing to say that won't sound like an excuse. And we see that despite the tensions, like everyone's getting closer together. Kimberly's men are approaching uh, from the distance. We Kimberly is shown that there's an explosion from Scar's location mm-hmm. and starts moving over there. Um, also, May and Marco are waiting. We don't see until like the next scene or episode that they're like in the adjacent room just watching this whole thing. Yeah. Um, Buccaneer has gone over the 24 hours in the tunnel and... He's like, well, dang, I'm sure that our Ice Queen has sealed up the hole, but let's knock anyway. Mm-hmm. It turns out that the Ice Queen, you know, isn't yeah. so cold at this point. Uh, she didn't break any of the rules because she handed one of her uh, or, uh, subordinates a broken watch. Which yeah, like when 24 hours yeah. pass, seal it, but it mm-hmm. was obviously not counting. So, yeah. so she cares about her men. Uh, only two survivors are brought up because the Briggs men stick together. Olivier is outside contemplating the mountains. She likes the simplicity here. She likes that there is nothing entirely black or white out mm-hmm. here as well. But but look above, the sky is blued. <laughs> it gives us hope. Yeah. Uh, military guests arrive at Briggs. Central Command has a few questions to ask, and they kind of secede ownership of Briggs at this point. Yeah. Um, from well, it is Armstrong. taken from them, yes. yes. Um, in Bascool, explosions make it seem like Winry is dead slash kidnapped by Scar, uh, who's behind it all, posed with her body on top of the building. Mm-hmm. So, what what could this be? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, but this is the end of part three, episode 39, Daydream. We get a new opening with Ed and Al searching, joined by the characters they met along the way. All factions fighting the homunculi and Kimberly, and Hohenheim is still wandering. I really like this opening. Yeah. Yeah. They're all good. They're yeah. all bops. They're bangers. We each have our faves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is Dan's fave. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, again, remains. Uh, I don't know if that's the cliche answer, but this one is close. Yes. So. Uh, Scar wants his revenge against Kimberly. <laughs> I have the higher ground now, Annie Keen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, changed places since last time we met. Ed confronts Kimberly, saying, "Like you let Winry get captured. What are you good for?" Uh, Kimberly is ready to attack Scar. Probably going to kill both of them if he's allowed to attack, but mm-hmm. Ed doesn't want to let him do that. Um, and then he sees, like, oh, Kimberly is totally against us in every way, shape, or form. If he wasn't against us then, he's against us now. Winry helps out Scar despite it all. We get this huge flashback for the half of the episode 
where it's what her parents would have wanted. She approaches Scar and says, like, you're going to bleed out if I don't bandage you. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not forgiving you, but I'm going to help you out because yeah. I'm tired of all this violence going on at mm-hmm. this point. So good character development for Winry all around. Um, next time I cry, will be tears of joy. Still not crying. <laughs> no, <I'm> not going <laughs> to cry. Yeah. Uh, Ed still wants to beat up Scar too, but for now, um, like... It's best that they work together to get out of this situation. Scar has a question for Miles, since they're both Ishvalan. How, like, what gave you the right to work for the military because they've killed off all our people? Miles says, I did it because I wanted to change it from the inside and work that way. And Scar is initially skeptical, like, that's going to take a long time. Miles, like, whatever it takes, how long it takes, I will be doing this. Well, yeah, it's like, if if I'm just a pebble, like an Ishvalan pebble cast into the Armistrian army, like, so be it. But maybe the ripples will benefit other people, and Scar's like, okay, (laughs) I, okay, that, that's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, long time, but I won't give up. Miles calls up Kimberly. And says that I can't let you go, Scar, but Marco and May beg the gang as they need Scar to translate these notes. He's the only one who could translate that. Miles suggests that they're all wanted and the only way that they could get there in secret is if they're all taken back to Fort Briggs mm-hmm. where they will be protected or at least outside of like the government eye for the time being. Um, Miles knows something big is oh my gosh, is going to happen from the countrywide transmutation mutation circle. So if they need help stopping this, it's best to let Scar go with Marco yeah. and the gang to translate those notes. Uh, we can use this to hide Winry too. Work with us and we will postpone all of this. Scar agrees to the deal. Since they're both Ishvalan, they take each other's word. Uh, Miles wants to kill Gerso and Zompano, but Al intervenes and says a life is a life, no matter how small. And Gerzo and Zampano are just like, well, you did give us the chance, but we don't have our bodies, so, like, we don't care either way. Now, this is a point that's never addressed in the show, mm-hmm. but they can willingly transform back into their regular bodies. I assume it's, like, at some point, like, they have to give up the facade and revert back. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah probably. Maybe after, like, a set amount of time yeah. or certain stretches of the day. Or maybe it's just that, like, metaphorically, they're like, we can't go back. Yeah. We've been made into living weapons. Yeah. Like, But, eh. I mean, it seems, it comes across like, I want to give up my fantastic pig and frog powers <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to go back to my mundane life and family. <laughs> yeah. But Al Swades, like, gives him a good yeah. speech. He's yeah. like... Okay, so you do, you are motivated, you do care about something, so, Mm -hmm. yeah. And I, too, have no body, so look at me. (laughs) Uh, Yoki tells the group to escape into the underground tunnels, since this is what he was good at, so Yoki gets some brownie points. Mm -hmm. Um, Everyone's like, good job, Yoki, you did that. I can read a map, I guess. (laughs) It goes this way, that way, that way, and then we're there. Yeah, easy as that. Uh, Miles gives a letter to Marco and company of introduction saying, if you make it to the fort, just hand them this and you should be safe. Uh, but we do have to make it look like Winry is going against her own wishes with Scar. Winry comes up with a plan. She says, there's no time to a debate. There's a snowstorm approaching. Um, I'm a hostage both ways. So you're going to have to let me choose who like, you know, mm-hmm. my captor is at this point and she chooses Scar. Mm-hmm. Like we're going to make it look like that scenario. Uh, Gerso and Zampano immediately defect from Kimberly, saying, we like this more. We're going to help you out. I was pleased. Yeah, and Dan's like, do they join the gang? Like, yes, Dan, they join the gang. Yeah. yeah. A, you know a what Christmas they say. miracle. You know what they say? More bodies, more ample opportunity to die, though, Dan. Oh. Well, I got a bad feeling about them then, but... Uh-huh. <laughs> 
but they are also unaware of this huge conspiracy that they were made chimeras for in the first place. Mm-hmm. So they don't realize that there's a huge transmutation circle under the country. Uh, Winry needs to remove her earrings and gives them to Ed. You know, it's the typical trope of, here, Dan, take my belt. <laughs> yeah, Dan. <laughs> and I'll meet you back. <laughs> and I'm assuming that will be a recurring... It happens in the episode I think we skip, which is next episode. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think it does come up a little bit later, yeah. But uh, who's to say if they'll ever see each other again, Dan? This could be the last moment. Oh, well, I just meant the earrings, but... <laughs> oh, no, no, they do come up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Ed and Al wait out Kimberly's forces during the snowstorm with Miles... The snow has worked out in their favor. Uh, Miles suddenly gets word of something from Briggs. These telephone lines, they work real well. Yeah. Snowstorm, better than the Union County. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. Uh, Winry, Marco, Scar, May, Gerso, Zampano, and Yoki. Yes, the gangs keep getting bigger and bigger, Mm -hmm. Dan. I'm going to have to list all their names and keep you updated. By all means. Each and every one are doing. Walk through the tunnels as Scar recounts the choices that he made. Uh, hatred shouldn't win out scar he recalls his teacher his brother and like just how unlikely this band of heroes is becoming yeah and then it's important that you know you can't keep combating hate with more violence and everything Mm -hmm. like eventually somebody has to be like the you know peacekeeper i guess uh, Yoki gets a map from the mine staff room. Jerzo and Zampano are eager to get their bodies back. May is worried about her clan because she can't return as no one should use a Philosopher's Stone. And if the Emperor found out about it, he definitely would. Mm-hmm. So she says, like, she's, her mission is very unsuccessful now. And she's debating about her homeland if she can ever go back to it again. Uh, Marco says, for now, let's just concentrate on the notes because there may have answers within it for mm-hmm. all of us to share. Uh, the fort is now unsafe, according to Miles. General Armstrong has been swept away to Central for a meeting, and the group is heading right towards the enemy. So this causes Ed and Al to freak out. Al can't go out. Oh, can go out in the storm because he doesn't have a body and won't freeze to death. Um, as he's pictured struggling through the storm, he gets a flash of the Gate of Truth and his malnourished body. His body will not last long, and we see the rejection that Barry the Chopper was talking about is taking place, that his soul is not bonding, or the bond with his soul and fake body is starting mm-hmm. to deteriorate at this point. Okay. Uh, below Central, Father plays with his pawns for sacrifices. He mentions Ed, Al, Azumi, and Hohenheim, but they still need one more worthy sacrifice, Dan. Mm-hmm. Any ideas on who that might be? I honestly don't know. Is it someone that I oh, have we've not... met? Okay. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. There, it could be anyone. That could be that's, you. That's the exciting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Could be the Wii U. Yeah. Uh, new action, focused ending. Our main characters are all fighting. Winry is strutting. Hohenheim and Ed's hands are prominent throughout this as well. Mm-hmm. You know, father and son. But with that, we finished quickly, I might add, our four episodes this week on Fulminal Alchemist. Mm-hmm. Guess it makes up for that nearly two-hour episode we had last <laughs> week, discussing spiders and whatnot. Of course. Yeah. Yes, but uh, any final thoughts, Dan? What did you think? Where are we going? I just, I, I love it. Mm. I, I don't know. I'm just excited. I'm excited that characters are joining. I mean, yes, I specifically got two tropey ones this <laughs> yeah, time. That, you'll get that, more. That are close to my heart. But, uh, you know, I just... I'm, I'm always excited to see where it keeps going. Mm. Yeah. As mentioned previously, I think I skipped over the next episode, but it's like kind of a banger. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe it's episode 40, so that might be your homework. I'll update, update Dan, and I'm sure you'll know by the time we get together and mm-hmm. 
<laughs> another month's time yes. yes if you should or shouldn't have watched it mm-hmm. uh but yeah i'm intrigued to see where it goes it really picks up the pace now we have a few more goobers to meet but all our uh homunculi friends have been revealed mm-hmm. all seven of them some still with us some not mm-hmm. and you uh, know what's father planning and what's hohenheim doing he's just walking around everywhere yeah. no I, I i don't know again i just love the the complexity and the intricacy of it all so right. i'm always looking forward to it okay well till next time as always you can follow us on social media in many places you can find me jonathan kwiatkowski at losing my mind jk on instagram and the tiktok on drink and read jk on twitter and you can follow my other podcast including nightcaps at the theater where me and a couple friends get a little drizzy drunk and watch some movies and then if dune or war and peace or literature in general is your forte check out drink and read the podcast where Mm -hmm. i recap Classic literature. As Gossip Gertie, do you have any ideas for a season three? Oh, don't, don't. <laughs> the uh, press yeah. wants to. <laughs> yeah, Dad. Harry Potter grows up and marries you. How's that for season three? Huh. <laughs> well, uh, you can follow me uh, on Instagram at King underscore Danis, uh, as well as our Anime Was Not a Mistake podcast Instagram account mm-hmm. and our facebook page of the same name yes and what is in store for next week i think you've got a bevy of episodes to watch uh, yes it would t- next week will probably be a five episoder mm-hmm. um five episoder <laughs> just for the yeah just for the sake of of trying to not only uh give this uh mount Natagumo arc a mm-hmm. significant you know keep its momentum going so you get the whole picture, and then there are a handful of extra episodes, just so you know, mm. uh, the you being Jonathan and <laughs> yes. the listeners, uh, whoever is unfamiliar with the series, you know, know where the cast is going um, before we go into Mugen Train mm. after our movie month. Okay. Um, so uh, I'm looking forward to it. There's some pretty, if I must say, epic fight scenes coming up. Pretty epic. Pretty epic. <laughs> uh, and the subject today came up of creepy children. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a creepy child. You already met him. He's yeah. Spider-Boy. Wow. Uh, he's going to get center stage in these next episodes. His whole shtick will kind of be revealed. Mm. Uh, the threat level that he poses will also be showcased. Mm. Um and uh, we might uh, we might get a lot more uh, world building. So, world building, you know, because this demon slayer has intrigue of its own. Not not on the level of Full Metal Alchemist, mm-hmm. but there is there's a plot a brewing here mm. that uh, we we got to meet the rest of the players for. So uh, okay. we do hope you'll join us. <laughs> and uh, if you're planning on traveling to uh, your, your moving Twin Peaks style, mm. practice some uh, fire walking, will you? Oh, fire walking. Mm-hmm. What is that mean? The deliciousness of it all. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Here at Anime Was Not a Mistake, we have one mission. Whether you be a magical girl, a giant fighting robot, a raccoon, or just a fan of podcasts in general, we hope to one day arrive at a definitive answer to the following question. Is anime a mistake? While we obviously don't think so, there's no harm in expanding our weave horizons now, is there? As of late, our humble little show is devoted to the analysis and discussion of movies, series, and episodes that show off that powerful art that is animation. However, none of this would be possible without listeners like you. 
If you like what you hear on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and more, then why not support us on Instagram at Anime Was Not a Mistake Podcast or on Facebook at Anime Was Not a Mistake Pod. We promise to go happies on the sake with you. Join us, won't you? This time and the next. And with that, Dan and I leave you with a to be continued as the chill anime beats play. Sayonara. Lost.